1: I think that having a clear aim is important and what the tragedy of what you're talking about on social media is that it distorts our perception of what a clear aim is and what it ought to. And so it's it's almost worse than being aimless. It's having the wrong aim and in a culture of tolerance, we're hesitant to say that certain pursuits and certain aims are less valuable than others. What's an
2: example of the wrong aim?
1: Uh, the wrong aim would be to pursue something that is lacking in purpose, meaning, and significance, or pursue something that's not real, uh, that's a fantasy, it's not sustainable. So, an example, a category or, or a life that kind of exists within the Venn vi- diagram of both of those is the life of luxury where you're spending all your time driving nice cars and hanging out on the beach. Well, even if you get to the, the the place where you have the financial ability to attain that. That's not a life you want to live. You don't want to live a life where every day you're driving nice cars, eating nice food, and hanging out on the beach with no purpose, no meaning. Nobody who counts on you, no responsibility. That's not a, a recipe for You know, I, I
2: think it's interesting. There, there's a, uh, when, when you look at the Declaration of Independence, a you know, part of that where Jefferson says, you know, Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Right, and so he put this qualifier on happiness that he didn't put on the other ones, right? Which is the pursuit of. And I think what you're talking about, at least what you know, the way I look at it, is when you look at creating purpose in life, which helps you make decisions along the way, and the adaptability that we're just talking about. That pursuit of the happiness is what gives you the happiness, right? They're they're joined together. You can't say, "Well, I'm I'm just happy." It's the pursuit of it that gives you that happiness because it is, it's purposeful inside of you. Right. And, yeah. and I think a society that's full of people who are pursuing appropriate happiness, which is creating purpose for others, not just happiness. Cause I've, I've got a chocolate ice cream cone. That's going to create a better society for all of us.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't echo enough because I spent a good part of my life, um, trying to buy happiness and i've tried hard right watches and cars and all the the things you just said i i I acquired all those things um to fill a void because i thought that was going to do it now i still have a lot of those things but there's an attachment to them that's different my nine-year-old knows more about exotic cars than I do, but that's a passion that he and I now share. And we can go through and look at my buddy's collection and go through and, Hey, let's go on a a ride. I don't give a, if someone is impressed by my car, what I care about is spending time going down in my Mustang with, you know, my old um, 67 fastback with my son on a country road on a nice summer day. That is an experience that's like, Fills you, and that is worth pursuing in the experience, whatever. It's not, it's, it has to start really from within. And that's with business, um, yes, but especially in, in life and that personal, because I think business is very personal. That if you can start where with that core of really what is important to me, my journey, my family, my tribe, like if you can really hone in and laser focus and where you feel in that gut, you won't be led down the wrong path. And it's okay. Some people shame having nice things and going through having resources, you know, life's hard. I think grant cards, life's hard without money, uh, with money. It's impossible without it. So I'm not discounting it, but do it for the reasons that, you know, are, are core and center to you, right? Like you work hard to have resources. So you have time, right? You don't have to trade time for money. So you can go and, you know, take your kid to basketball practice and lacrosse practice. Like those are the things that I think if you could center in on them and understand your why, you will be so much more happy and you know, and it gives you that purpose that you're talking about. What do you do to find that for yourself? Um, so a lot of therapy, <laughs> um, do, do you can know, like talk through, therapy really just,
1: or. Yeah,
3: I, I, I did for, look, I, I don't do it. I, I probably go to therapy as much, maybe like once or twice month, every, every couple of months now. Right. Not, not as much. I was, I talked about trying to buy happiness for a long time. I went through a really bad divorce, million dollar and, three year, just bad, bad thing, but it was great because I'm so much happier now, but I didn't like who I was. I had all the stuff at success, but I didn't like who I was. And while I was successful optically, right. Houses and cars and all the stuff. I had, I'd pulled it off from a, you know, a kid from, you know, not from a lot of means and some struggle and, you know, losing some money and losing a bother i i'd, I'd pushed through it all but that i never really looked back and reflected on why i was doing it i was just always going forward to not really feel um so i was going to therapy probably two or three days a week just really intensive to uh, to really ask why you're doing stuff right because if, if you don't look inward and you i mean some people' say, oh they're the problem or this circumstance like everything starts from within um and then you start to really understand and ask yourself those questions like why are you doing this? What's important? What what's what's, you know, what's your motivating factor? That's what started it, right? Probably, you know, eighteen months of really intense therapy and that are and looking. Now, um, it still changes, right? You know, I I'm a curious guy. I left Wall Street to start my own thing because I learned very fortunately at a young age while I was making a lot of money, I wasn't fulfilled. I'm a creator. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are creators. I like learning, I like building stuff. That's what drives me in that constant learning now and in, in a part of my life i'm trying to give back you know i like to help charities out that i'm i'm passionate about i like to do mentoring and you know help being sound boards because i'm helping someone which kind of feels like it's a bit of an obligation but i have i like solving problems man like the, most entrepreneurs do so that to me is is really uh really fun and kind of gives me a lot a lot of purpose and now the now the kids right i've got a a nine and uh um, almost five-year-old and another one on the way. So like, uh, that's my purpose now. How explicit do you get with it?
1: Do you write down a do you Like, do you have a personal mission statement, personal values that you, that you write um, out or do you, is it a more of a, like a vague vision that you have?
3: Um, it, as far as, um, just yeah, like life purpose, life purpose. Um, I don't know that I don't I don't have a, 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 like a mission vision statement for me personally. I don't think it's a bad idea. I, I think I think I look at it more of just like horizon based and and what do you want to do? Like I I'm a big list guy, so I, on on my email I've got my my New Year you know goals and what I want to do for 2023, and I probably got that email in my box 60 80 times right because every few. Days a few weeks I'm looking at it, updating the list and kind of going through it. Yeah, um, a big part of what what's on that list is what I want, right? And my wants are always changing, right? It's 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 a, it's a it's my kids, my son's picked up fishing, so now like the big priority is building a lake house a couple hours away and going and doing that. So okay, I need a few million bucks to build a lake house. You gotta,
1: you never built me a lake house. Did <laughs>
3: <laughs> build it for me. Oh, I didn't build it for you. No, sorry. so now okay now i gotta go and make two three million dollars right so like so that that's the purpose of like going through and and like hey what do i want to do i want to have this experience with my son every five years um i do a solo trip with my kids like just a one on one dad and that individual like for a birthday so i think my my boy will be 10 and uh of december so he's a big car kid and Sneakerhead and us fashion. So we're gonna we're gonna do Dubai and go and I love the city. I've done a lot of work over there. So that's gonna be like a cool father or something. Those so are like the that's best. what we're looking forward to. Those are the best experiences. Um,
1: Sean did that for me and my sister. And really? Yeah, it was Yeah. It, I mean, it was the coolest memories. And um I remember like how old is your son?
3: Uh he'll be ten uh in the end of December. Yeah. Which so is the first, first. Right when
1: we started yeah, is it, this is the first one he's gonna do?
3: Second one. So the first one okay. was Legoland.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think we started when I was eleven and my sister was nine, and then my youngest okay. sister started later because you know, she was three or four at the time. But right. that was about the same age as your son, and, um, and you know, it, it's interesting because as a kid, from the kid's perspective, like I didn't realize that was a really fortunate thing that I got to do until later. <laughs> I didn't right. know, right? You know, and, and I didn't know that wasn't normal. Um, but yeah. now. I, I will still look back and we'll be talking, you know, Sean and I hanging out. And go, dude! Remember when we went to Alaska? That was nuts. I remember Glacier?
2: Like, I can't believe we cool. did that. Hunting in Argentina. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's that's that that's that's so good to hear. Um, because you just have like dads have a different role and a different thing, right? I mean, like we you are always going to be more nurtured by the mom and kind of going through that, but like you know do you guys go you got go to Florida at all? I don't know if you, you're in yeah, Tampa. Yeah, I'm going today um, in fact. Are you? so like Bur- yeah. Burns uh Burns Steakhouse. It's a big fame it's a pretty famous it's steakhouse. It's like South in, Florida. Uh, no, in Tampa, it's in Tampa. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Um but anyway, so like that we we my son and I like met, met some friends and we like a massive wine cellar and it's like a huge deal. But after Legoland we go, went through we had a big steak dinner. He's drinking Shirley Temple. I mean, just stuff that you wouldn't do with mom all the time right, right? so i think right. those type of things are are, are great yeah there's stuff that you can do with
2: and, dad yeah. and you know I, I always think when we did those trips i had the objective to say i want to buy these experiences because you you know you can only do so much with you know as you were talking about Jeremy, buy you know buying a watch or a car or thing you know the, that's fine but you can buy these experiences that that you can't lose you they don't They don't devalue those experiences. Well, they become more (laughs) valuable as time goes on, right? I mean, in other words, the the experiences you have become more valuable to you, particularly if they're learning. And I always had the idea that I wanted those to be new experiences where we would do something new, learn a new task, experience something new, go somewhere where we'd never been so that the learning was there and the bonding was.
1: Yeah, You always said we're going to go somewhere we've never been. And do something we've never done. Yeah. So my first one, go to Argentina. He had been to Argentina, but I had never been. And then it was, we're going to go dove hunting again. He had been dove hunting, but I had not. So it was not only a new experience, but a new place. Yeah, this was your first time dove hunting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ruined it for me now.
3: I mean, oh, four, he said oh, right. like <laughs> 1100
2: dove one day and and yeah. we come back to texas and he goes hey let's go let's go dove hunting i'm like oh it's it's not going to be the same it's not <laughs> by year 12 <laughs> you know, right if you're lucky yeah right yeah. But those experiences cause you to challenge yourself cause you to to seek and and to learn and you become a a broader based knowledgeable person because you have experiences And which Mm -hmm. is so much more valuable than people who just know about it, right? Which is even more valuable than people who don't know about stuff. But you say, yeah, I've been climbing and, you know, ice climbing in Alaska. I know what it's like. I know how I can do that. Or I've, uh, you know, I've been to Morocco and, uh, you know, you've done those things. I think it just gives you so much more experience and capability to interact with people through life. It's going to help you. Yeah.